Hey, 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 everybody. Today I'm doing something special. I'm going to share with you a live video that I did in my Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs Group. I want you to join if you haven't joined yet. It's a wonderful, supportive community. You can just go to spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com, answer the three questions to get in. My team will get you in, and you'll have access not only to my ebook for free, but to world class trainings. Today we're talking about different kinds of marketing challenges. And you're going to hear me say hashtag live and all that because it's directly from my group. So hop into the group if you want to see my face while I go through this podcast episode or any of our other amazing resources. Different kinds of marketing challenges. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs Group. So excited to have you here. It is my favorite day hopping into the group to give you a training. And today we are talking about the different ways to run challenges. Now, challenges are great ways to build your brand, to get people to know you, to get people to understand what it is you actually do and eventually turn them into clients. And there are so many different ways to do this. So it's really important that you understand all the variations and then plug into the ways that feel most aligned to you. Now, the reason why people join a challenge is because they want to achieve something in a short amount of time. As a business owner, the reason why you would want them to join in is because you want them to spend more time with you. You want them to get to know you. You want them to understand your teaching style and see if the way you communicate to them is the way that they learn and they want to go a further step with you. Now, if you are watching live, hashtag live down below. And if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay as well. So there are two types of challenges. There are internal challenges and external challenges. An external challenge is also sometimes known as a pop-up group. And you could even do this in a podcast way, like a pop-up podcast, but most likely it's done, most usually it's done in a Facebook group. So that means that you have a pop-up group it's only available for a short amount of time. It usually ranges in three to 30 days. So you want to have a three-day challenge, a five-day challenge, a 28-day challenge, a 30-day ta- challenge, whatever you want. And you host that in its own Facebook group. It's external to all the other things that you're doing. It pops up, you have your challenge, and then it shuts down. The exciting part of this is that people get really excited. They can't wait to join. They put it on their calendar. They're ready to start. They're getting mentally prepared. They really want to participate. And you can get a lot of engagement in that group where everybody's engaging together. They're encouraging one another. They're lifting people up. What you will be doing is hopping into that group every single day. You want to be very, very active. You want to have lots of comments coming through. The more people you have in the group, the more active it is, the more comments that you get. Maybe you have some contests coming through. I've done challenges. I've done a five-day challenge before a few years ago. My Thanks for the Client Challenge was super popular. I ran it six times. We had hundreds of people in there and we would do contests. Sometimes it would be like, you know, when I call, um, I say a certain keyword, 
that's when you comment below. The last person to comment below is going to win a gift card. Or I would say, you know, if you do your homework, you'll get put into a drawing. And the first person that I pull out of the drawing will get this gift or this thing or, you know, time with me or a book or something like that. But having a contest continues that engagement and allows people to really want to participate actively. Now, you're going to want to be in this group every single day at a minimum of one time a day. So it's time consuming, but it's really fun, really effective, and it actually is exciting. It's an exciting time. And you want to post daily in there. You would offer daily video trainings possibly as an option. Go live in there every day. That's an external, an external challenge. Now, an internal challenge is happening already where your people already are. So this can take place within your own Facebook group where you could possibly do a daily post or a daily video inside your already active Facebook group. But because you're hosting a challenge, it becomes more active for that time period. And you also get more people into the group at that time. Now, this can also be done in your emails. So if you already have email subscribers and you're nurturing people in the emails consistently, you could offer an email challenge where they sign up for the challenge and then they get an email every day with their action steps. I've participated in both of these types of challenges before and I've hosted both of these types of challenges before. In fact, I've hosted all the types of challenges that I'm explaining to you today in this live or in the podcast if you're listening over the podcast. So internal versus external and you get to decide what feels best for you and there are pros and cons and we will you know, talk about some of those. Okay, let's talk about time commitment because face it, we're all business owners. We don't have tons of time to participate, to set it up, to do all the things. So that should be a really big consideration when you're deciding which type of challenge you do want to do. Now, you need to have daily posts. So you need to create those. That's content that you need to create every day if you're doing the daily posts and you would need to schedule those out. So there's planning involved, there's designing involved, there's scheduling out involved. Um, if you go the daily video route, you might need to go live where you're training them every day. Um, my five-day challenge, I would go live every day for five days. I would train and do a masterclass every single day for an hour. So there was a lot involved there. And on top of that, I was also posting daily. So the challenge itself would come through in the videos, but the daily posts would have like a recap of what was going on or some funny memes to keep people excited. Or I'd share what the homework was, or I'd have people like comment below with questions that they had. So there's a lot moving, a lot of moving parts, a lot of posting, a lot of scheduling out. Now the training was done live. So that way I could call people out in the group, which was really fun. So Think about that. You need to have planning. You need to know what you're going to train on. You need to show up. You need to show up very good with high energy, good lighting, good sound, and make sure technology is working, which it doesn't always work. I've had that happen before where I ran a challenge, technology failed me, but you just go with the flow. Okay. You're also going to need to pop in. So you might pop in, you know, to say, this is what the challenge is about today. Five minutes, pop in, say what the challenge is. If you're not going to do those long trainings, you might have the type of challenge where you're like, okay, today is day three. This is what I want you to do. Go do it. So you'll have to pop in. Maybe you're going live from your phone or something like that. So that takes time. Um, now, if you do the one hour teach method, 
sometimes that comes with homework, like I mentioned. It also comes with a workbook. So when I did my big, big challenges, we spent weeks planning those. I had a really thick workbook where people would go through the workbook together. I had homework assignments that I required of everybody so that we can move the business forward and also the one hour training. So there's a lot of creation beforehand. What am I going to put in the workbook? How am I going to design the workbook? Where am I going to host the workbook? How am I going to share the workbook? Lots of stuff like that. Introducing the Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck. This is for you when you are ready to step into your full presence and power in business and life. This deck is beautifully crafted and designed to keep your daily actions in alignment with your purpose. Help heal the world and use your gifts to their fullest potential to make a big impact in other people's lives while making a living doing it. Get your Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck right now exclusively at melissmarketing.com shop. You also will need email automation attached to it so that you're sending reminders. That means somebody registers for the challenge, which means you will need a funnel, a funnel page for them to register. Then it triggers an email sequence. And then every day you remind them, we're starting today or we're starting in 15 minutes. Don't forget to hop in for day two. So you will need to have emails going on as well. Lots of planning in that because you have to pre-write those and then pre-schedule those. You can also choose to run Facebook ads if you want to get lots of new people into your world. And that's a great way to fill your challenge. You can also post in other people's groups. You can promote. And sometimes that is very, very time-consuming. So running a challenge does have a time commitment attached to it. Don't think, oh, I'm going to run a challenge. It's going to be great. It's going to be so easy. going to get lots of people in, going to sign lots of clients, make a lot of money. It's not like that at all. It is a lot of planning. In fact, the very first time I led a one week long pop-up external challenge, it brought in six figures in my business, but it also took four weeks to set up. And that is all I did. And I worked my ass off. Now, I also run very um, easier challenges, which inside of my Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs group, you can see that we have two challenges that you can hop into at any time, and you'll find those in the guides. We have our gratitude challenge. It's a 14-day gratitude challenge, and we also have our 28-day visibility challenge. So all you got to do is go to the guides, pick a day that you want to start, write it on your calendar, and get going, and then you can post in the group, and it really does change your mindset. It really does help you get clients and get visible, make new friends, new connections. So those didn't take as long, didn't take four weeks for me to put that together because there are so many different types of challenges. So you've got to think of that time commitment piece before you decide which way you want to go. Now let's talk about paid challenges versus free challenges. Now, paid challenges give away lots of strategies and you can have a lot of add-ons as well. <clears throat> a paid challenge means that in order for someone to join the challenge, they need to pay to be a participant. Maybe it's $27, maybe it's $47, maybe it's $97. I've been part of a challenge where it was $297. So you pay money and then you're really plugged in as a participant, right? You've got your skin in the game. You've paid money, you're gonna show up every day and you're gonna participate. 
So if you are the business owner hosting a paid challenge, the goal is to make money from that challenge. And then you give away all your good stuff inside that challenge. You're holding nothing back. You're giving away all the strategies, lots of add-ons, lots of freebies, all of that. They're getting it all because they paid for that. A free challenge is really equivalent to giving a freebie away, like a lead magnet, a PDF, a checklist, a video training. It's similar to that, although way more involved with your time commitment. But what I mean by that is you give something away for free, in this case, the challenge, and then you pitch at the end for your paid program. So in my Thanks for the Clients Challenge group, I gave away so much stuff for five days, lots of trainings, five days of masterclass trainings. I answered every question. I had workbooks. People were moving their business ahead more than they had in six months in just five days. And then at the end, I would pitch my marketing with intention program. And I'd say, if you loved this week and you got so much out of it, imagine what would happen if you spent some money and got into my actual program because you got all this for free, imagine what the paid stuff is like. And I would sign lots of people into my marketing with intention program. So that's what a free challenge is. It's a more involved, more time commitment, more time with you, more building relationships, more teaching, but it's the equivalent of a freebie where you can then pitch your paid program at the end. So you've got to think about what the objective is. This will help you decide, do I want a free challenge or a paid challenge? What is the objective? Do you want to get more people on your list and showcase your expertise and pitch your services? Then you're going to do a free challenge. Or do you want to make money at the front end? Then you're going to do a paid challenge. And you don't have to pitch anything because they paid for it. Now you're teaching everything. And then the challenge is over and the transaction is done. Now, there are pros and cons to each of these. For a free challenge, the pro is that lots more people are going to join, right? Something's free, more people are going to come in. You're going to get lots of people in there. You're going to have tons of engagement. And you get to pitch your services at the end. The con for running a free, a free challenge is that not as many people are going to be committed. You're going to have, let's say, 200 people in your group maybe 50 of them are going to be committed and they're going to really do it. And that's a big percentage. That's 25%. But if you have, you know, 120, what did I say? 200 people in there, you have 25, let's say 50 people participating. You'll have 150 people who show up maybe the first day. They don't show up the second day or they don't show up at all, or they're only watching the replays or they're not really participating or they show up for the training, but then they don't do the homework or they don't show up the day that you're going to pitch, right? There's a lot of different moving pieces because it was free. They might put on their calendar and get so excited and they're ready to go. And then something happens in their life and they go, ah, you know, it's free, whatever, I'll miss it. So that's a con. Not as many people are going to be committed. You also need a huge amount of people to register in order to have an active few. So if you're only going to get 25 people in your free challenge, the chances of you having that excitement and the engagement and all the people participating is very, very low. So you need to get a ton of people in there in order to have a good amount of people to participate. You're going to have lots of no-shows. You're going to have people that fall off early, like everyone's energized day one, and 50% of those people don't show up on day two. And that could be frustrating if you if you allow that to hit your mindset and you think, oh, 
all this hard work and they didn't show up, then you might not actually put your best foot forward. But you need to be on like level 10 every single day, regardless of who showed up or who didn't. Now for a paid challenge, the pro is that people pay for it. They pay for it. So people who are there are actually interested. They want to be there. They want to really put the work in and you're already making the money. You make the money at the beginning and then people want to show up because they put money there. They're not going to say, oh, I have this thing. Well, I'm not going to show up. They're going to say, I have this thing. I can't show up to this thing because I paid for this challenge. I will be here for this challenge. I made a commitment. It's a ma- it's amazing what money does. Money makes you really commit. So the pro is you're going to have a lot of committed people. You're going to have people showing up again and again, and you're also going to make some money. Now, the con to holding a paid challenge is that not as many people are going to join you. For example, if you get a free challenge, you might have 500 people in there. If you have a paid challenge, you might have 25 people in there. So you need to think about what is more important to you. You're not going to have as many people join if it's a paid challenge versus a free challenge. And you'll need to send lots of reminders to get people intrigued at the front end so that you have enough reminders for people to want to actually open their wallets to you. So when you're promoting your challenge, you're still going to have to promote it with lots of emails, whether it's free or paid. But for a paid challenge, you're going to have to promote even more. You're going to need to touch on an emotional level. You're going to need to really discuss what's the result and why they need to pay you for this. You're going to need to show a lot of testimonials and social proof. And you really push that that um, that drive at the beginning to get people in. Whereas on the free challenge, you don't have to do that as much. But when it comes time to pitch your offer, that's when you're doing it at the end, when you're you're driving people on an emotional level to your offer. So when you're asking people to buy in, you need to give them a good reason to buy in, whether that's at the beginning of the challenge to get them into your paid challenge, or that's at the end of your challenge when you have a free challenge and you're ready to pitch. So there's lots to think about here. If you want an internal challenge or an external challenge, how much time commitment you really want to give to it, and the pros and cons of a paid challenge versus a free challenge. But challenges are a great way to get people to know you, to get in front of people, to help people. I found that Sometimes people don't really know what marketing with intention is about. I've been talking about it for years and years and years, and we've had lots and lots of clients, hundreds of people come through the program and absolutely love it. But sometimes there are people who are like, oh, I don't need marketing, or I'm not ready for business strategy, or I don't want to hire a coach, or I don't need a strategist, and I don't know if I need this, and I don't know you know, if this is really for me or if it will work for me. And there's lots of questions. And as a business owner, you don't necessarily know what those questions are that are floating around in their minds. So when you say, you know what, let me just show you, that has a really powerful um it's just really powerful. It's more powerful than here's a PDF, read it. You know, here's a checklist, go check it out. Here's a little video, watch it. Instead, it's like, you know what? You want to know what it's like to work with me? Come to my challenge. I will show you. I will motivate you. I will change your mindset. I will in, I will put the business structure into your business. I will get you going in the right direction. I will move your business forward in these five days more than you have by yourself in the last six months. Come check it out. And that's what I did. And a lot of people came and checked it out and they got to experience me as their teacher and their guide and their mentor. And that's when they fell in love. They needed that connection. And then they were like, you know what? She's great. 
I connect with her. I love her style. Let's go. I'm ready to get into the program. So that's when you would use a challenge. If it's maybe harder for you to explain what it is you actually do, or it's harder for you to connect, or you just want that opportunity to get in front of them and be that expert in your industry and, and be a shining star and show them, this is what I can do. Let me show you. Give me a chance. That's what a challenge is for. And then there will be a percentage of those people who participated participated in your free challenge who are like, I'm ready to work with her. I totally get it now. So just to decide if you want a paid challenge or a free challenge, but challenges are really powerful. I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmeliss.com. Oh, wait, before you go, I've got a super special invitation for you, so listen up. Join thousands of spiritual women, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, and business owners in a cozy community to learn effective and aligned strategies to grow and scale your business through organic marketing and so much more. And for a limited time, when you join my free community, you will also get a free copy of my book, Abundance of Aligned Clients and Consistent Income. Join the Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs community at spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com to claim all your free gifts. See you on the inside.